Hey everybody, it's that time again, Golf WRX and Wisdom in Golf. Hello everybody. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. So we got Sav, we got Moo, and hey, we got Krista from Vancouver Island. And uh, she's been, uh, she, how, how long you been watching our stuff, Krista? Well, not that long now, maybe a year and a half or two years. Well, there you go. That's well for a lot of people. Like uh, I just had a student uh, in today that uh, has only been watching my stuff for about a month and a half, and uh, we had a fabulous lesson. Uh, lots, uh, <laughs> lots of uh, jaw dropping, open eye kind of stuff, and it's uh, it's it's always a blast when uh, when when people are seeing our stuff for the first time. Uh, but a year and a half, you're, you're starting to get. You're, it's that's veteran veteran like stuff there, Krista. <laughs> so well, I, yeah, so it's what a, really good content for sure. Well, what are the things that um, that attracted you to us when you first saw the stuff? Well, first of all, I'm a visual learner, so I just was googling left-handed golfers. Yeah, that's right. I and, remember we we did a yeah. little session together there, and uh, you have a really nice left-handed swing, very athletic. So uh, that's why uh, you know when when you reached out, uh, I said, "Hey, she's got to get on the show." You know, we got another lefty uh, female player for Sav. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it was great because I was like, where have you been all my life? <laughs> so thank you, Sad, and thank you, Moo, as well. It's been great to have all your videos on YouTube. And then I studied all the premium channels, so I got my fill there, too. <laughs> oh, fabulous. So what are the things that you're you're struggling with these days? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> well, I guess... Uh, I guess I'm just, I'm trying to undo well over 10 years of not really understanding the swing at all. <laughs> so, right. And probably you hear this all the time, but I really struggle with distance, but I think more so than the average player. So. Okay. So what would you say? What would be, what would be the club that you would normally hit at a hundred yards? That would be a pitching wedge. Yeah. Well, that's pretty gosh darn good. That's pretty decent. <laughs> it's, it's, For, and yeah. we're talking this like the dry summer weather, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, but you're sea level, you know. So it's uh, that's that's a very solid pitching wedge. I mean, the average woman basically hits seven iron at a hundred yards carry. So you're you're way ahead of the ball game there. Now, understandably, I've seen you as a person. You're very athletic, and uh, and as far as your potential is concerned. It, it falls a little short, but not that much. I mean, you know, Sav is basically hitting what your your um, your sand wedge, your fifty six degrees, your hundred yard club, right? Yeah. Okay. And so that's that's her her comfortable distance. And so um, so you probably so you have a pitching wedge, a gap wedge, a sand wedge, and a lob wedge, correct? Well, I, I do have some uh, wedges, but interestingly enough, they're steel shafts. And so yeah. I also have um, a couple graphite wedges. So yep. the, still trying to work all that piece out. So, well, And of course, I think with distance, what's interesting with distance is it seems to be like you're saying, it's not too bad at the at the shorter clubs, mm -hmm. but I can really see it at the longer clubs. So fairway woods, 
even drivers, as the clubs get yes. longer, the distance is really where where I would hope it would be. Okay, well that's yeah, that's a that's a very common thing. So at 150 yards, what would you use? Yes, yeah, so uh, right now I'm using my four hybrid. Okay. Sometimes I have to use my five wood. So okay, uh, depending on how much carry. So it's uh, it's a lot, a lot of club for what I always dreamed would not seem so far away. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, would you would you typically say that you tend to hit a fade? There's a a, a spin to the left for you as a left-handed player. Well, interestingly enough, um, I, use, I I'm a, typically I pull the ball, I right? Pull my my club, um, but right now, now that I've kind of started figuring out using the grounds more and using my knees more and getting the whole body going, yeah. that one that one video where Sav and Moo they're playing with the string and they're doing that kind of bouncing up and down to get the string going. Yeah. I'm finally understanding this concept. I'm like, oh, I've been doing it so wrong all this time. <laughs> and so now my ball flight goes everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, good. Well, the thing is, you don't want to feel that you're focusing on the legs per se. What you want to do is have the body respond to weight, right? So you have basically two modus operandi is in your system. You have a, a one that's for manipulation, which we need to survive. So when you're sitting in a dentist chair, you just see two statues sitting over you and, and a bunch of stuff going on in your mouth. So the dentist is not going to be, you know, tap dancing around the room. And you know, every time you pick, you take your phone and you start, you know, typing on your phone, you be, you virtually become a statue. And if you know, you're a lumberjack in BC and you're doing it traditionally with an ax. That's the worst thing that could, that could possibly happen is for your body to freeze. So typically what happens in traditional instruction, you're going to be told to be careful, to watch out and to stabilize your body and, and uh, make sure. So what happens is, when you get that kind of command from the from the brain, the brain is typically going to freeze everything because it senses that you're trying to manipulate the club to meet the ball. And so when that happens, the body shuts down and it feels like you're swinging with all arms. It feels like a lot of effort and very low yield as far as power. Yes. There you go. Yes. <laughs> all right. So now... If you do, do you ever play horseshoes? Um, well, bocce ball is similar. Okay, so you basically have to heave that ball, right? Yes. Okay. When you do heave that ball, do you use your arm only, or do you use your legs to heave the ball? It's a full-body experience, I think. That's right. So imagine if you're doing bocce ball with a frozen body and only the arm. Wouldn't work very well, would it? No. So you're feeling the weight of that bocce ball. You have to launch at a certain distance, so you, you're actually using the ground. It's a kinetic chain. So the, the brain's got to squat to the ground, then use the ground to turbocharge the swing of the arm to launch the bocce ball. So let's say 
you were in front of your porch and you wanted to jump up onto the next step and you're just, you know, with both legs. And like uh, if you're doing some um, what, plyometrics, right, Moo? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So if jumping you, on a box. Jumping on a box. Yeah. So you, when you're getting ready to jump on the box, your arms are swinging and then your brain finds a way to time the swing of those arms and somehow you know exactly when to push off the ground and when you do, the arms are launching upwards and it's like the momentum of the arms helps in pulling the body up into the air, right? So imagine yourself... You know, when you when you have that arm swing, you got a bocce ball in your hands and the arm is swinging and you want to launch that bocce ball farther, you're not going to force the arm harder. You're going to push off the ground harder, aren't you? Yeah. And you never have to think about that, do you? It's nice when it happens. <laughs> right? I mean, it's something, and that's why... When you're using the weight of the arms and clubs, so you bring your hands together to take your grip, you feel the weight of your arms and club hanging from your shoulders, and imagine you're going to heave, let's say the golf club weighed the same, you know, the same weight as that bocce ball, and feel like you're going to heave the club in the direction of the target using your legs. So you're going to have to you know, do a little mini heave into the backswing to gather some momentum. And then as the arm club unit falls, you're squatting with it. And then you're using the ground to heave it back out toward the target. So when, uh, when you're using the weight of the arms and club to perform a specific task, let's say the task is to send grass clippings, in the direction of your target, right? Do you remember seeing the kinetic chain in a facilitation series? Yes. All right. So when we're sending divot peels in the direction of the target, we're going to do so with only the weight of the arm. So imagine your arms are just hanging from the shoulders at a dress and you can't use them. So you're going to have to use your legs to heave the arms into the backswing and then as you heave them away from the target in the direction that matches the, the intermediate point, did you see the video entitled How to Match the Backswing to Ball Direction? I'm pretty sure I don't recall that specific one, but you, I did watch them all. <laughs> okay. You saw the Blur of Club series? Yes. Okay. So you got a, you got your intermediate point in front of you and you got the ball in front of you and you do a few practice swings above the ball and you observe the blur of the club intersect the ball and the intermediate point, right? Mm -hmm. So now imagine now, you, you know, as it's swinging back and through like in the perpetual motion drill, every time you swing through to the target, imagine you're sending a divot of grass in that direction. So... If you set if you set up let's say parallel to the ball and intermediate point with the you know in the grass, imagine you're going to be sending grass clippings in the direction that is parallel to the ball and intermediate point using your legs. So as you do that perpetual motion, you'll realize okay it starts off and you see where the blur of the club is. You see how far from the ground the blur is, and then you just let the brain adjust. 
And because you cannot use the, the arms per se, then the brain has to adjust the level of the squat that it's going to use in relation to the ground, and it'll squat lower and lower until you start brushing grass. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm curious. I guess one of the one of the pieces I do I don't ever feel I haven't gotten to yet is that feeling of as you say the arms kind of pulling you through. So for me, my left arm sort of coming <laughs> through the impact there, and then it's pulling me around. It does not do that. <laughs> I never right. can seem to figure out how to produce that feeling of that centrifugal force. Okay, so that only happens if you default to the ball, right? So if the ball becomes your target, your head's going to move forward. And then when that happens, you're, at, you're changing the, the pitch, the angle of attack that your club is coming down on, okay? So when the head moves, moves forward, the swing itself, the path of the swing is now going to go more to the right and you're going to end up with a roundhouse style of finish. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when you pull the shot to the right, that's typically what's going to happen. But when you pull the shot to the right, is your ball flight straight? Me? No. Is it? But is it curving to the right or is it going straight to the right? I think it's going, oh, sorry, yes, it's, it's, it's going straight to the right. Ah, see, that doesn't count, Krista. <laughs> you want to see it curve violently to the right. The brain needs to see some curvature. So if you, let's say, if I set you up right now and you hold your arm straight out in front of you, you remember we talked about how you needed to close the face. Okay. Do you remember that? From our lesson together? Well, was that at, at what at the address or at the top? At address, not during oh. the swing. It's too late. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, yes. Okay. So at address, um, if you're looking down at the club, how many knuckles would you see on your uh, right hand? Two. Two. Okay, so we need at least one more. And would the club be looking square when you see those two knuckles? I would think so, yeah. Yeah, that's way too open, Krista. You think, yeah. Well, and then if, if I do, yeah, because sometimes then it feels a little flippy. Well, do you think that? Exactly. So what happens if the grip club relationship is too open, you have to release at the ball. And when you release at the ball and you're using the body to square things up, your head's going to move forward and you're going to pull everything to the right. So when people typically pull the shot to the right as a lefty, they think, oh, my club face is too closed. Then they open it more and then they open the biggest can of whoop-ass worms you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. Okay. That is the proverbial disaster for a golfer. So what you have to do is the opposite. I want it. I want at least one more knuckle and I want that club face closed a good 20 to 30 degrees. Okay. 
I'm being very emphatic with my T's. <laughs> so, so then when you look down, the brain goes, oh my gosh, this sucker is really going to go to the right. And then you're going to whip through that ball over the intermediate point, And I want to see some wicked curves to the right. All right. So you remember seeing the release series. I'm sure I did see it. So the the so you, what's your dominant hand, Krista? The right hand. I'm left-handed. So you're left-hand dominant. So you throw with the left hand. You yes. kick with the left foot. So you're playing to your forehand. Good. So you're going to go with trail hand release, and then of course you know match that up with lead hand release. These are Moo's favorite videos. I mean, he went from occasionally hitting it the same distance as me, and I was going, okay, well, you're doing pretty good, Moo, because you're hitting it as far as I am, right? So now he, he, he learns how to release the club, and now he's three clubs longer than me consistently, leaving me in the dust, all right? And it's, and it's very humbling, because <laughs> I thought I was doing pretty good. So, so now once you understand how to release the club, and then you use the weight of the arm club unit to send some grass clippings over that intermediate point with a very closed face. Your legs are going to kick in. The weight of the club is going to start releasing the, the anatomy of your arms. And then you're going to start feeling some whipping snaps. And the weight of the club is going to snap that right hand, sorry, the left hand over the right hand. Okay. And then you're going to start seeing some wicked curves to the right. And boy, oh boy, wicked curves to the right is exactly what you need right now. Okay? Okay. So you get on the range and you hit a bunch of snap hooks. And then the brain goes, hey, every time I close the face this much and I feel that beautiful snap release, the ball curves to the left. Well, now you have the opportunity to swing to the left of the intermediate point into left field. And guess what that's going to do for you? It's going to keep your head back. Okay. Then the head stays back and the path of your swing starts to release properly. No more over the top. And then the, the shots start a little bit left and they're going to curve violently to the right then you can start backing off on the grip a little bit that's exactly what moo did okay and then you back off the grip until you see a lovely draw with a beautiful release to the left of the intermediate point and then you know you know make sure you tie that toque nice and snug because all of a sudden you're going to be at least a couple of clubs longer Well, I understand what you're saying, and I can't wait to try it out. So. <laughs> I can't wait to see you do it either. So uh, what I want you to do is I want you to send me a video clip of you closing the, the club face a good 20 to 30 degrees with an extra knuckle on that right hand. So when you put that extra knuckle on the right hand, your left hand is going to feel a little more under the club. One knuckle less with the left hand will knuckle more with the right hand, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the the anatomy of your arms is going to be poised to mm -hmm. release and, and snap. So you'll see lead hand release, 
trail hand release, release fine tuning, and snap release polish. That's my favorite. If you're um, if you've ever done any baton twirling mm-hmm. in a in a parade, then uh, that is the ultimate. You know, it's the same release as in golf. It's the same release as the topspin backhand ping pong or a topspin forehand ping pong in your case, since you're a forehander in golf. You would be just like Bubba Watson, where, where Sav is like Phil. She's got, yeah. she's lead hand dominant. She's, her dominant hand is her right hand. I prefer right, the right. backhand. That's it. She's a, <laughs> she's a backhander and you're a forehander. Okay. So, and, um, do you, you feel that that's pretty clear for you? Absolutely. And I think, uh, well, it's part, it's, it's sort of this last little piece of mystery of this golf swing Yep. that I'd love to sort of feel it more. So, Well, that's it. I mean, and then once you start to feel that snap release that we're talking about, and you're going to be able to stay with the direction that you want to start the ball, then you go to two of the videos that, Change Moo's life, turbocharge lead hand release, and turbocharge trail hand release. That's when the legs kick in. Because now that you have the weight of the club releasing you, the brain can attach itself to that feel of weight, and it now knows how to turbocharge it with the legs. Sounds interesting. I just can't figure out why this has taken so long and why it's so hard. <laughs> well, like you said, I mean, you, you had a lot of preconceived notions. And typically when somebody's been educated in golf with, okay, you got to have, make sure you don't bend your elbow and you make sure you don't lift your head and make sure that you shift your weight and make sure that you clear the hips. It's all distractions, nuclear, uh, uh, um, Manure. (laughs) Because you're Pinocchio without the strings already. You're already brilliant at doing this stuff. If I put a grass whip in your hands and we go out tomorrow and we do some, some, you know, cutting grass around your neighborhood, uh, by the end of the day, you'll be, you'll be an expert at this, right? So, but if I were to tell you to, Hey, be careful that you don't bend your elbow in the backswing and, if you don't want to gouge the ground, you got to do this with your head and you got to make sure you don't come over the tops. You got to come more from the inside as in to out and all that stuff. It, 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 you wouldn't be employable. Right. We have to, we have to have uh, you and Sav and Moo and Wizard and Golf from coast to coast to coast to everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually my little fantasy is that there would be this type of style of teaching that I could access in, in real time. But well, I, mean, I appreciate this. This I've, is wonderful. I've seen how athletic you are and, you know, let's, let's plan for a nice retirement here. <laughs> so you could you could be you could be our liaison in uh in on in, in victoria bc yeah there you go <laughs> absolutely that's uh, i mean we have uh teachers all over the world that that teach our stuff and um it's just a matter of time before we have somebody in vancouver um you know there's so many sav that i i hear through the you know through the back door mm-hmm. where somebody says hey you know my pro told me all about your videos on YouTube and I'm so happy he recommended me and I'm going, well, why is it that I 
why didn't he reach out to me? You know, I, I want to know all about this so I can send some customers his way and, mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, you know, we can make, make arrangements and see if we can't, if there's a, a teacher in the area or something like that, that we can send to, to his country club. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've, we've got some fabulous teachers that, uh, you know, knock on wood that, that are really promoting, um, this instruction, which is, you know, to me, it's human body on planet Earth 101. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a body of work. You've, you've obviously done this for decades. And, yeah. And, <laughs> I got and the gray hairs it, to prove it. It really needs to get out there. Well, thanks, so, Krista. Yeah. So uh, anything you want to add to that, Sav? Um, I think you're on the right track for sure. And there's definitely a lot of potential for extra distance because I know as women, we like to uh, keep up and, uh, you know, be athletes out on the golf course and kind of show a new dimension to women's golf. So I definitely think there's a lot of potential that uh, is just lurking right around the corner. That's it. You know? And and Moo, what would you, I mean, anything for you to add? Because, I mean you're you were on the same you know roadway as yeah. krista basically yeah what i'd like to add is just kind of keep uh trying out the drills uh, even if it feels uncomfortable uh give yourself a chance just to experience it if it sticks if it's, it sticks uh if it doesn't you know work its way through it's, that's okay but as long as you give your chance to um keep yourself learning and uh allow yourself to uh, evolve throughout the whole process I think it all pieced together like it did for me. Uh, it it was just like one session I had last winter that all started to fall like a dominoes, and like everything that I, I was learning from Sean um, came into place, and and I see that my potential can be a lot higher moving forward, especially bringing the score down a lot more. Like now, I'm seeing where I can limit my errors before because before I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just just still trying to figure out the swing itself. And and um, now that it's at a place where it's like I feel more confident in my abilities, uh, I believe that would also come along for you too, being able to shake off the teachings from the past and um, take away all those filters and allow yourself to um, dive into the wisdom and golf philosophy. Will help uh, uh, you know enjoy, make golf more enjoyable for sure. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big one, Moo. I appreciate that because you you are a relentless. Son of a gun. Okay. <laughs> you are relentless, but, yeah. and, and that's, you know, a lot of my students say when they, they, they're taking a lesson, they, they look at me and they go, why are you so patient with me? I mean, I'm losing it right now <laughs> and you're so calm and collected and all that. And I said, well, six, you know, when success is inevitable, it's easy to be patient because I know yeah. it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Right. You just got to stick with it. Yeah. yeah. And then you say, okay, I mean, Simple task, slash the sword. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, I get a lot of students that, that, that email me. They go, why didn't you tell me this in the first place? Right? <laughs> I'm going, well, you know, I kind of do it in a, in so many videos and I keep repeating the same thing. Yeah. And it's just like when the when the student is ready, the teacher mm-hmm. appears, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's absolutely my, my advice, you know, to back what Moo just said mm-hmm. is – Continue to be relentless with what you're doing, Krista, and okay. and keep it 
uh, keep it super simple as far as the task is, is concerned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the research is right there. You know, if, if, uh, if we go out and play darts and we're, we're looking for the bullseye and we just throw darts at the bullseye an hour a day for two weeks, in two weeks, you're 15% more accurate with the bullseye. I mean, this has been shown in so many different disciplines and sports in, you know, so many major universities around the world. And, um, it, it, but it, you, you think about how simple that task is. Throw a dart in the bullseye. Don't think. Just send the dart in the bullseye. Mm-hmm. And then the other half of the team, they said, make sure you repeat the same motions with your arm. I mean, it's just one arm. Mm-hmm. But think about all the moving parts in one arm. Yeah. You know, you got shoulder, you got elbow, you got wrist, you got fingers, and you got, you're holding this thing in your fingers, and you're trying to repeat those movements. They went 23% in the opposite direction. Worse. <laughs> Worse, right? B- because they were they were overloading their system, you know. I mean, your, your conscious mind only works at 40 bits per second, one thing at a time. Yeah. Male or female, right? <laughs> and so your, your central nervous system or your self-preserving system is dart, bullseye, throw dart, and bullseye. That's working at 40 million bits per second. That is a very, very different system. Mm-hmm. So if if you're you have to survive and throw darts at birds to eat, well, you'll trust me. You'll you'll find a way. You'll find a way, right? <laughs> and, and and you're not going to look towards your defective body parts and 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 cry to the good Lord above, saying, "Why did you give me such a defective body?" Right? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No. He's going to laugh at you and say, "Hey, I gave you Pinocchio without the strings." You know, figure it out, figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, just to piggyback off of what Moo said, because I've been able to see it firsthand as well with Moo is that, you know, I feel like sometimes golfers in general are looking for a quick fix that it's just going to like magically make their game a hundred times better. But what a lot of people don't realize is that you have to like stick to one thing and really like sink your teeth into that one thing that you can focus on to get better because it's a process over time. And, you know, Moo now after four years of starting golf is, is seeing everything come together mm-hmm. almost like he snapped his fingers and it happened. The, the choir kind of singing, the choir singing and, yeah. Yeah, on key. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the more you stick to the process and the more you have patience and the more you understand that, some days you're going to have breakthroughs. Some days it's going to feel like you're stepping backwards. And, you know, you just, like, keep moving forward slowly by slowly, like, slowly and slowly. And then, you know, just, like, enjoy the time yep. that you have to, like, learn. It's, it's peaks and valleys in everything yeah. you do. Well, even with me, too. I mean, you know, there are certain tasks that I use that's, that, that make more sense to me. And sometimes... They like work really well for me in the moment. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm like going backwards or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the more I stick to the same things that I can visually like get my hands around, yep. the better and better I progress. So yeah. yeah, just like stick with it, be patient, enjoy it at the same time. That's it. So yeah. Right on. Yeah. It's like a nice way to end it. Some wisdom. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Krista, I really, really appreciate you joining us and, uh, you know, letting us uh, coach you. 
Uh, I'm sure many of our listeners have uh, gotten a lot out of this session. And can relate a lot to what you're feeling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, I'm extremely grateful. This has been fantastic. So thank you very much, all three of you. Yeah. And like I said, I want to see, I want to see you perform, uh, you know, after you do a couple of sessions, I want to, I want you to send me a face on and a down the line of your video. And, um, and then we can, uh, we can give everybody some feedback in a couple of weeks and tell them how you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your week and uh, we'll see you soon. Yep, take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Isn't she great? Yeah. She sounds so sweet. I know. It sounds you know? like she's also, like, really dived into everything that you've been, yeah. like, all yes. the videos that you've put out. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's so easy to, you know, you, you do it a couple of times and you go, okay, I got my mission and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. then... And then you, you start struggling mm-hmm. and, you know, it's like, um, the, the, there's one particular podcast I listened to that was sent to Riley mm-hmm. and, uh, the title of the podcast was one more, you know, there's, there's a, there's a caricature where there's, um, uh, a guy digging a tunnel and he is like a wall thickness away from this huge treasure. Yeah, I've seen those. I've right? seen, seen that and graphic. And he's sweating bullets, and he's so exhausted and exasperated, mm-hmm. and then he, he turns around and walks away. Right. He just mm-hmm. quits when he shouldn't. Right? Yeah. And, it, and it's just like it's the darkest before the dawn, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that perseverance. And, you, Moo, you did that, man. You broke through that wall. Yeah. yeah. There, were, there were moments where I thought I was plateauing and, you know, I was just like, ah, this is just going to be one of those hobbies that you, well, it's not a hobby, but like it's one of those things that's, it's not going to be going anywhere, but it's, yeah. you know, something you still enjoy, but mm-hmm. then light bulb lit up and then, that's you know, it. and then everything, and, and everything just fell to place. I was like, now I'm feeling more confident in yes. my abilities. And it's like, yeah, I can definitely see myself, you know, shooting under 80 soon, very soon. Like I can feel it coming. Well, they, and, you know, and, and it's something like, it, it, and I'm sure you can relate to this. It's you work your you work your butt off, and you're trying so desperately to get a breakthrough, and it doesn't come, right? Yeah. And then you stew on it. You yeah. sleep over it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get this aha moment, and you can't wait to get to the range. And then you get on the range, and you go, oh, "It's working." Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So then another breakthrough. Yeah. And so you got to let things settle and stew and yeah. percolate, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 enjoy that process. That's true. And then you realize, "Oh my gosh, man, I persevered through this and man, I'm reaping the benefits for it today." Yeah. That's why I strongly believe in proper rest days. Yeah. Not just for physical rest, but for mental rest. Absolutely. Because golf is a very mentally demanding sport. Yeah. Um, so I think that the more your body is able to, uh, like rest and recover mentally and physically, it like really allows your body to absorb all the unconscious things that it's like taking in. Yep. If that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. And then the next time you go out, that's why you, you feel so much more, uh, like refreshed. Yes. And clear in the mind. Yes. 
because you've actually allowed your body to process, you know, the, the practice and the information that you put in. Which brings me to like the last session we did. Notice we, we put out a video this week yeah. and it's a, it's a fine tuning session that we did mm-hmm. to narrow down the spray patterns. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and get you just a step closer to, hey, I got this. Yeah. In competition. Yeah. Because there are days where I go out and play with you and you're even par for the round and you're yeah. just shooting lights out and you got yeah. and you leave so much on the table and I'm mm-hmm. going, oh my God. You know? Yeah. But playing competitively is a different animal, right? Oh, yeah. So different. It's different, yeah. You're... you're I don't know. It's so easy to take yourself ser- too seriously when mm. you're in the competition. Well, that's it. Because now, yeah. yeah. And it's such an obvious change in, like, yeah. body. Um, and mental fortitude. It's just, uh, obviously, the, you get you got to care a little bit to a certain point. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you, you can't be so uptight that you can't be uh, thinking too much. You got to mm-hmm. be free, right? You got to. That's right. You got to f- see the shots and then you just go and just react to the picture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's you gotta have it's it's gotta have fun out there. That's yeah, that's, yeah. and just accept just fun com- fun yeah. competing, and yeah. also just like accept the round for what it is that day, instead of like getting too like bogged down on like if I'm doing bad. Yeah. Do you know, like for me? Okay, well, I mean, okay. if acceptance you, is a huge part for well, me. Well, let's yeah. say if you're Tiger. <laughs> no, but I'm talking for me. I know, Ti- I know but Tiger's a different beast. Well, yes, yes, Tiger yes. is his own special. He's person. the ultimate competitor. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. You know, he you know that he'd rather die than lose. Yeah, no, obviously, but like I'm, I'm saying for like acceptance. I remember talking to Andy. Yes. About this pre-acceptance. Pre-acceptance. Yes, that's different. Yeah, and but also acceptance in the moment. Like, let's say, like on I remember this on. Uh, on hole 17 um, of my tournament in Vermont, just striped one down the middle. Yep. I was literally a nine iron into a par five yep. on my second shot. Okay. <laughs> I know. I've seen you do that so often, oh. too. <laughs> and then I pretty much, like, duff a nine iron, like, push it le- short left, mm-hmm. short side myself, have to go over a bunker yep. to a back left pin, where the green is running away from me. Yep. And then proceed to thin it over, uh, like, thin it and land it at the pin and it rolls into the back bunker. <laughs> I know. People listening are going, yeah, I've done that so often. Gosh right? darn it, you know? Yeah. And instead of stewing on those mistakes to just accept it and put them in the trash. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, I'm- but that's hard. Think about okay, so that you're you got the you're over the nine iron right now. Mm-hmm. What's going through your mind? Center of the green. What feel? I always have the same feel in mind, which is like throwing through the arc. That yeah, way. right. So what you what's happening to what was happening to you is you're coming out of your posture. Yeah. Right. So that is a form of you know I have a new analogy. You're gonna love this. What's this? You know when you go to a concert, mm-hmm. right, and it's your favorite band, and they're about to play your favorite song, yeah. But then you got to go to the bathroom so bad, and you got to leave, yeah. So you leave the concert, and you miss the, the right? performance of that song, yeah. Right. So 
if if you get distracted from your task, you're midway through the swing and you go, oh, I forgot what I was doing, mm-hmm. and or you're overwhelmed because you're thinking about what what's going to happen if mm-hmm. I don't, blah, 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 right? Yeah. So you're overwhelmed and you can't stay with your shot. You leave the concert too early. I mean, you got to stay to the end of the concert and, you know, enjoy the encores, right? Mm-hmm. So really learning how to stay with the shot and that's what basically we did mm-hmm. yeah and so for sav it was well when you stay with the shot what does that feel like yeah, well, yeah. You, you feel like you're staying over the ball more mm-hmm. through the door frame longer right yeah. and so it's a matter of you know uh getting to a feel that matches your ability to stay all the way through right yeah and mm-hmm. i think that also because, uh, you know, by the time I got to 17, I was like, dang, I need I need a birdie. To f- I need some birdies right. to finish off this round. Yeah. I got two par fives coming up that I could, like, easily birdie mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then, you like, I got, like, ahead of myself almost. It was like I put this really nice drive down the middle, and I was like, yeah. oh, yes, like, we're going to be on in two. Yeah. A two putt for a birdie. <laughs> and then, you know. So yep. like the anticipation of like the yeah. possibility yeah. of a of a good score finally after that tough round, yeah. Like the anticipation also like threw me out of my swing. That's it. You know. That's it. It's an added distraction. Yeah. That prevents you from clearly staying with your task. Yeah. And that's it. So you know, from it, you know, with all the distractions of competition, mm-hmm. and all the stuff that's bombarded at you because you want to do so well. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, I got to make sure I do this, got to make sure I do that. And you're just like, it's like cramming for an exam. Right? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it, yeah. And that's typically when you don't do well in an exam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you're over-prepared for an exam, it's like, boom, it's such a breeze, right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you know, that last session we did, Sav, and I mean, you guys, you guys, you'll see it. It's a really good session. It's... You know, the two swing drill combined with the kettlebell through the door frame. Mm-hmm. And it's an exercise in staying centered and over the ball so that there's no place else to go. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And you and you said something that was really important. You say, I gotta learn I gotta relearn how to get to my finish from here. Yeah. Which really proves that you were blowing out of your posture. Yeah, because it all of a sudden felt like I was getting stuck. Right, my swing, because it was like too loose. Right, before. exactly. It was too loose. So it was. It felt like more, not restricted, but like you. The word you use was compact. More condensed. Condensed. That's it. So condensed means there's no excess, mm-hmm. unnecessary motion. Right. Okay, and and therefore it's tidy. Yeah. So a tidy swing for somebody who tends to overswing will feel more compact. Yeah. And then you re- and then they, people go, oh, feels like I don't feel like I can, I'm as powerful because mm-hmm. I got less range of motion. Yeah. But then you look up and you go, well, I'm still hitting the shot as far, so I mm-hmm. guess it's more efficient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. And at any time you implement a change, mm. it's going to feel bizarre. Didn't your brain freak out when your hands yeah. when I got your hands lower and your yeah. posture more over the ball? <laughs> yeah. And then you look at the video and you go, "Oh, that's pretty 
Normal. 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 <laughs> right? Like, I literally felt so bizarre Yeah. when I was doing that. And it was just like, I just had to, like, remind myself to just, like, go with it for the session. Absorb it. Like, give yourself a chance to experience something different. Just to reset yourself. Yeah, just to, like, reset the system. My hat's off to you. Listen to dad. <laughs> yeah. You know how many dads out there would just love for their daughters <laughs> to listen to them? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're right. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this. so for the possibility that I may be right, it's maybe yeah. I should listen, just in case. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that's a great session. I really, uh, really enjoyed that. And um, I wish all the best to Krista for her practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All the best. Take care.